0: Welcome to another episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 136, and it is Wednesday, September 26, 2018. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What
1: is going on, y'all?
0: Yep, we are back after a three-week. What's it? three? This is the third week. Uh, Yeah, it's been three weeks since our last episode uh, together. Two weeks ago, I had a Victor's Corner to fill in the fill in the blanks um last week i opted out uh and doing another victor's corner you know other commitments to catch up on you know been very busy uh these past few weeks since the beginning of this month but a good busy you know trying to stay productive uh but yeah that'll be a good busy (laughs) yeah yeah it is um but welcome back carl man how you feeling uh I'm good i'm good uh I just
1: wanna say to like everybody uh our supporters and those who just like took you know three seconds out their day just to you know check out me check on me and my family uh, give us well wishes uh thank you I'm wearing my grandma shirt make you rest in peace mm-hmm. um yeah it's been a, it was a rough two weeks this was a this was a heavy one but I, my family were Moving forward, the best way we can, taking it one day at a time, and mm-hmm. like I said, just thank you for like everybody who just took the time to reach out.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. but I got some nerd shit to talk about. So what's up? That's right. Yeah, we got we got a lot, lot to get into. Uh, but yeah, well, I uh, you want to you want to kick us off? Uh, I'm uh, kind of uh, sharing the you're sharing the episode. Yeah, sharing the episode. Okay. Uh, well, we're uh. We're back, as you know, and I'll I'll kick off uh, stuff we've, stuff I've been up to these past few weeks. Besides, you know, being busy with work and school, um, <clears throat> I've watched a few movies uh, this these past few weeks. Um, there's one in particular that you know a lot of people have been talking about online, and uh, and I finally had the chance to watch it off Amazon. I rented it, and it's a movie starring Nicolas Cage and Andrea Riseborough. It's called Mandy. And Mandy is a... It's a thriller. It's a batshit crazy thriller <laughs> uh, starring the one and only Nicolas Cage, who, who is... he? Yes, Nicolas Cage, he of the legendary Nick Cage freakouts that you'll see in plenty of movies. You know, Nick Cage is such an interesting actor in that not only the choices that he makes as an actor, but... He can freak out like no other actor can, just like completely over the top, just hamming it up, but you still you still love him. You know, it's just the cherry on top of every Nick Cage film.
1: He's a good actor though.
0: Oh, he is. Academy Award winner. For what uh, movie? Uh Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, this movie, Mandy, I definitely recommend uh, people take the time out to see. You can rent it off Amazon and iTunes and Google Play. This was a special treat uh, because this movie is a thriller, and it's directed by Panos Cosmatos. Kos- um, and this film uh, stars Nick Cage as this guy named, uh, named Red Miller living in the Shadow Mountains. Uh, so it's like the wilderness in the year 1983, and uh, Red Miller is living with his girlfriend Mandy, uh, played by Andrea Riseborough, and they're living in the woods. You know, they're just chilling. You know, living their lives uh, in relative tranquility and peace. Uh, Nick Cage, his character, he's a lumberjack by day, and he comes home, and his wife is an artist. And uh, one day, as his wife Mandy's just walking down, uh, walking down to, uh, you know, off the, on this dirt road, minding her business a van full of cultists passes, passes her by. And one of these cultists pays her a visit at the store that she runs. And um, next thing you know, she gets kidnapped by these cultists. And uh, uh, Nick Cage is tied up in barbed wire. And, uh, and uh, he's forced to... Um, he, he and Mandy are, are tortured by this uh, cult, if you will and let me let me tell you without giving too much away in this film shit goes crazy like the like the first hour is just a nice slow build it's a nice slow build to to building up the dread building up the menace of this cult as to what's to come you don't know what they're up to you don't know how they're gonna affect these characters and then when the second hour hits it is a gory violent completely effed up nightmare fuel filled romp of a good time i had i had a blast watching this film uh just the just the -the over-the-top violence uh that that transpires in the second half and the the craziness that ensues um this is a film that is definitely not for everybody. This, this is definitely uh, uh, what you call a Victor film. It's, it's I, I view it as a, it's, it's a special treat for me. Um, I, I absolutely, lo- I absolutely loved how, how insane it was, and um, and I'm not going to give anything away, but let's just say that sharp objects, very sharp objects, are involved.
1: Now, would you say that this film? Uh huh. It's for the popcorn munching, mouth breathing, vulva rubbing.
0: <laughs> yeah, the popcorn munching, mouth breathing masturbators of the world. Yes. Uh, you know what they? I, I would suggest they give it a shot. You know, they might like it. Uh, it's it's definitely unconventional. I and especially visually, the the visual style is like 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 the cinematographer was tripping on LSD. It's just like purple and pink haze. All around, from start to finish, yeah. yeah, it's like very. It has a very psychedelic look to it and effect, and it's very dreamlike. So, so that's that's what makes the second half so jarring in a good way, because like the first half is so dreamlike, and then you have like these completely violent and nice nightmarish things happening, like in the second half of the film, and uh and the visual style really made it pop. And also the score, which has like this uh, synthesizer sound, which kind of has like the vibe of a like an '80s John Carpenter film. And it was a, the, the score was provided by the late uh, Johan Johansson. This was his final film that he scored before he uh, passed away untimely. I
1: remember you talking about him on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. He also did the score for Sicario, the yeah. first one, the first one. and Arrival. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Mandy. It, it's a film that will get will get people talking. And um, I do recommend people check this out. You can rent it off Amazon, iTunes, um, and Google Play. It's, it's a dope thriller. And I know Nick Cage makes a lot of, a lot of uh, straight-to-video uh, films or straight-to-streaming. But this is one you should definitely check out. Um, if, if you're a fan of horror, if you're a fan of Nick Cage, if you're a fan of, like, over-the-top, grindhousey violence and, like, really, really cool visuals, Mandy's it. You got to check it out.
1: That's what's up. Yeah, That's what's up. I should write that down. Oh yeah, Mandy, you came and you t- <laughs> you knew that was coming. Yeah, you knew it was coming.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, oh yes, Kyle Chapman is here. Yes, it is a Wednesday. Um, this is the only time we can do the the podcast uh, for this semester, anyway. Y'all done. have done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eddie Ortiz is here. He says, "I'm saying Wednesday. What's up with that? I know that's <laughs> UWO's uh, territory, but um, but it's okay. It's all right. You we know? try to
1: get done. We'll try to get done before you guys, you know, get to recording and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. We
1: uh, keyword we, try.
0: Yeah, we'll try. You know, we we, we sharing the podcast wealth here. You know, no, is what I mean, we it's do. Not,
1: it's, it's it's come eat. Don't compete.
0: Yeah, That's right. That's a good way of putting it. You know." There ain't no competition. You know, we're all equals. We're all here. You know, we're here, baby. Even though you might be a Roman Reigns fan, it's all right. See, why ain't go-
1: Speaking of that.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Speaking of that.
0: Oh, yes. Big shout-outs to uh, James Grande. I oh, Grande,
1: man. I don't know how he did this. Oh, man. But, <laughs> On our Wrestling Fantasy Warfare page.
0: Yep, on Facebook. On Facebook. Join it. Mm-hmm.
1: Our f- friend of the show and our, what Victor calls him, a Roman Reigns apologist, he actually got called out.
0: hmm Adrian Price. Yep.
1: By the one and only, chinless wonder, James freaking
0: Ellsworth. Yeah. <laughs> that that was so wild.
1: I mean, I I had to watch that video one more time this morning just so I can like get a good laugh and to start the day. Like, <laughs> Grande, how did you do that?
0: Yeah, I want to know how did how did he manage to get James Ellsworth to name drop Adrian <laughs> Price and Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, warfare. <laughs> man. But that that was awesome, and and I had to uh, leave a comment. You know, had to award him. The Wrestling Fantasy Warfare Championship. Yeah,
1: he's a champion of the group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And apparently, Adrian's claims he does have something special planned on Thursday for tomorrow as a rebuttal. So I don't know. It, it better. It better be good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, the only way I can see it is if he uh, manages summon, if he can summon the big dog to respond, but. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, likely to happen. And which is which is funny
1: because James Ellsworth is going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Codex Prime is going to uh, if there's a match that goes on between Adrian Price and um,
0: and James Ellsworth. And James
1: Ellsworth <laughs> the Codex Prime will be hosting a contract signing. Yep.
0: <laughs> oh man, that would be so awesome. <laughs> I, oh man,
1: I will train Adrian for that. Man. I think I still got. I st- I think I still can um, move in the ring. Yeah. Granted, it's been ten years since I've been. But I'm still pretty. I'm still pretty fit.
0: Well, hope- as skinny as I am. Hopefully, you won't botch like Brie Bella did. Liv Morgan, though.
1: Man, she oh. got fucked
0: up. Ooh, two straight kicks. Two kicks. kicks. I mean, you head. can't. Mm.
1: In a way, it was. It was Liv's fault. Oh,
0: because
1: went- she didn't. I mean. But then again, it was Brie's fault, too, because like, she kicked it that first time. And then once mm-hmm. she like, leaned in, she, just, she didn't look. She yeah. just went ahead for the second one. And Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, I'm like, yo, she's out.
0: Yeah. And, and I know accidents happen, but it's not the first time that Brie Bella has botched a match like, since she came back to in-ring now, action. I
1: don't really believe that. I don't think that they're, they're not really wrestlers. They're, they're talent. Yeah, They're other on-air talent.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the problem too. It's like, like the Bellas, they're they're perfectly suited for. They're emblematic of the divas era. Yes, and they're not suited for like the the real, women's revolution. Not at all. Yeah, no. So, so to see them like you know pull botches left and right, like like they're lucky. Like well, Brie Bella's in particular, she's lucky that you know she has a, a husband Daniel Bryan who's high, who's a high up on the card. Right. Otherwise, somebody would like shoot on her uh, on TV live, like uh, pull her receipt. Oh,
1: it's, come, it's coming.
0: Yeah, it's, it's coming. All it takes is the wrong he, person, the wrong person who decides that you know what, I don't really need to be in WWE anymore. I will, I will shoot. <laughs> and you know, oof. But uh, but yeah, man, that that was an ugly botch for sure. That's gonna be on on the next Botchamania. <laughs> Forget Botchamania. It's just all over the place. Yeah, Kyle Chapman, Botchmo. <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> Oh man, but yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I've been up to on on that on that front. Um, I still got a comics backlog which I will catch up on. I'm still buying comics, you know, every couple weeks. So
1: me too. Don't yeah. don't don't feel bad. I actually managed to I managed to keep myself busy through you know with everything that's been going, everything I was going on. Mm. So I picked up Spider Man for the PS4.
0: I'm so jealous. You should be. You should be smacked that you don't have it. I know. I know. I just haven't had time, and, you know, this money's been tight with these bills. Uh, I, I can understand. But, but but Jesus Christ, this game is
1: beautiful.
0: It's a game of the year?
1: It, it's a top candidate. I'm putting it neck and neck with God of War. Okay.
0: Tell, tell the people how good Spider-Man is on the PS4. Listen,
1: when I got it, they were just like, um, when I went to pick up my copy, Mm-hmm. The the employee the GameStop employees just said, listen, which p- type of PS4 do you have? Do you have the regular or the pro? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have the regular one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not rich. Yeah. Well I appreciate it, Kyle. So he was like, Well, listen, and I'm coming to take that game off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ninety four percent done with that game. Really? Then there's DLCs. Yeah. And I'm copping those DLCs.
0: Yeah, I know they're coming out uh, like, three of them, right? October, yeah, three, November, like, December.
1: Yeah, there's one already right now. Okay. And then and yeah, there's gonna be like one ones a month after that. Mm. But um it was like a, they said that the game, like, if you start hearing your fan mm-hmm. like get louder than usual, yeah, it's completely normal. Really? It's just that the game is that good mm-hmm. that it pushes the your PS4 to its limit.
0: Wow, that's that that is impressive.
1: Yeah, like an open world game. My one complaint is, like, yeah, it's an open world Spider-Man game, so you're playing all over, like, you know, New yes. York. Yep. But it's like I wanted to go to the hood. <laughs> I wanted to go to Bed-Stuy and Brownsville. I wanted to go to Queensbridge. I wanted to go to Marcy, mm-hmm. and you can't. <laughs> I tried. Mm-hmm. I think the only hood that you can go to is Harlem. Okay, Luke Cage. Yeah, the, you <laughs> get, you go to the unknown. One of the, um, oh, I get to that. One of the things that you can do is like you could take pictures of um, like certain landmarks in the in the Spider Universe. Yeah. So yeah, one is like Stark Tower, Empire State Building, and, and mm-hmm. all that. Um, Doctor Strange's hideout, the Sanctum Sanctuary. Yeah. No, I said it wrong. But
0: mm-hmm. I did. Uh, Strange. Uh, I call it the sanctum, yeah. yeah, that's
1: one place um and then alias alias um investigations all over all over the place, so that was one of the, that's pretty much why Harlem is there, mm-hmm. then you end up well basically the game sets a, it sets as um a twenty three year old Peter Parker who has graduated from college and he's been spider man for eight years already he's already like settled and stuff okay, and he assists he assists um, Captain Yuri with Watanabe. I said that. Watanabe. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Watanabe, actually. Wat-
1: yeah, Watanabe. Mm-hmm. In fighting crime, he works for uh, Otto Octavius. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I'm downloading it now. Damn it, do it. <laughs> Don't question it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Don't think about it. Just buy it. Mm. So yeah, so he tries to, you know. Oh, yeah, and out of Octavius, he's trying to perfect, you know, artificial uh, limb technology. Mm-hmm. So although he is experiencing his role in Spider-Man, he's still c- trying to continue to deal with the uh, battle of life as a superhero while taking on a threat that's bigger than himself. Okay. So I'm not going to get into spoilers because it's like the story, the storyline is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get, you get to do like side missions. It's basically Grand Theft Auto, but Spider-Man.
0: Ooh. That just sounds so juicy. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Pull out. Pull out the Harris. Yes. It's juicy. Yeah. And
0: like, and like. How, how How. well realized is New York City in the game?
1: It's pretty authentic. Mm. Yeah. It really is. I mean, yeah, it's switched up a little bit because I try to look at, look for the Javits Center. Mm-hmm. But where the Javits Center is at yeah. is like an Oscorp building. Oh, okay. But like you see, everything in it. Mm. Try to be good and only buy Red Dead Redemption Two.
0: Oh, I want Red Dead. If 2, you buy,
1: me, if you buy Red Dead Redemption Two, you gotta get a hard. You gotta get an external hard drive.
0: Oh, really?
1: It's gonna take like a hundred and five megabytes, I think.
0: Oh, gigabytes.
1: Gigabytes, yeah.
0: Well, Just dang. to download the game. <sighs> man, I'm gonna have to clear some space then. <laughs> uh, I
1: mean, I had to do. It. Yeah, I hate doing that on PlayStation.
0: Yeah, um, well, I just like having all my games. Now, can you uh, web-sling across the Brooklyn Bridge?
1: To a certain degree, mm-hmm. but then it all, then it would say you are going into an unplayable area, uh, and the only option is just return to the return the game. You press X to return the game, it automatically turns you around.
0: Uh, maybe those areas will be in the DLC. I hope so. Yeah, cause man. It, it it just it just looks amazing. Like just all the footage that I've seen, and I, I will get the game eventually. I I will. I mean, I won't have time to sit down and play it. Yes, I, the oh. hell
1: you you will make time. You will I, make time. No,
0: believe me, I can't. Not with the not with the commitments I have.
1: Let me tell you something. If you could spend some time playing The Witcher Three again <laughs> and playing Grand Theft Auto Five again. You, as Matt, you will literally say, listen, I can play these later.
0: That's the thing. I haven't even had time for those games. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I really haven't. You,
1: you do realize that we're friends on PS4, on the PlayStation Network, and I can see when you're
0: playing. I don't have any time anymore, man. I'm telling you, unless I want to fail the curriculum, <laughs> I, I have too much reading to do. I can't, I cannot, I can't get back in those games. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs>
1: it's understandable, but Jesus, it's so worth it. Uh, not failing the curriculum and stuff, you know, <laughs> at school, but like just making the investment to buy that game is so worth it. Like I really it's it's Witcher 3 is top three is top 10 games
0: ever. I agree. Yeah.
1: Spider-Man will make it. Spider-Man will make it. It's that much fun. Then not to mention I beat for I beat the main storyline.
0: Wow. And so you still have side missions to do.
1: I beat them all. You, you,
0: what? Like I said, I'm 94% done with that game. Damn, so you're just whipslinging across the city?
1: Well, there's still, like, like you have research on Towers you can do. You have um, <laughs> James Grande. Just fail, Victor. Who can't <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, we talked about you, Grande, already.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. Props. Uh, props for props. the James Ellsworth video.
1: But, I want to say, yeah, there, you can fight off, you know, fight certain crimes that pop up and stuff. Like, it's
0: totally worth it. Mm, okay. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'm definitely going to add that to my collection. Like, I have, like I see, I have Spider-Man. That's number one. Red Dead Redemption 2. That's number two. And then Detroit Become Human. That's number three.
1: Detroit Become Human, I think is, I think, damn, Carl, don't you have a job? I took last week off. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. oh man but but yeah that's that's what's up man that, I'm, I'm glad to hear it I it ain't... was
1: such a great you know with everything i had going on it was such a great distraction
0: yeah and and also too like with spider-man i think it's awesome that it's also out for xbox oh <laughs> wait i'm sorry
1: the memes <laughs> i saw the, the memes the memes the memes
0: um i saw the one you posted on the, uh the sad pink Pan- panther oh how, yeah how xbox players feel when spider-man dropped
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man and, and there was another one i didn't post when it was like uh, uh, i'm calling it was spider-man in the hospital bed saying i'm calling i was sick i can't make it to work today 20 minutes later it's him hugging a copy of the game <laughs> i was like yeah oh man i'm like yep i, I, I was tempted to do that
0: yeah yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> but uh, but besides uh, the old webhead, uh, what else have you been up to?
1: Iron Fist season two. Which one?
0: Oh, Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, Kung Fu Hipster Man. Yes. How, yes. So, how was season two? Is it worth watching?
1: It's an it's a it's an improvement. It's definitely an improvement on uh, from season one. Okay. Fight scenes have gotten a bit better. I'm still working on it because I've been playing a shit ton of Spider Man. Right. Like even when I want to sit down, I'm like, okay, I need to watch Iron Fist. I'm gonna play. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna play some Iron Fist. I can guess I can bang out a couple of missions or two, and then it just turns into the whole
0: night. I uh, <laughs> I love it when that Spider-Man happens. Spider
1: Man has that whole. It will have that hold. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. It will do it, Scott. I, I buried my grandmother in the rain, so I'm still recovering from being sick from that. Hmm. But um, so, excuse my coughing. Yep. But it it will do that.
0: Yeah, man. But uh, but okay. Um, so you, you said you finished Iron Man, Iron Fist. No, I did two. not. No, oh, you haven't. Okay. No, I haven't. So I
1: think I'm like I'm on episode ten. Ten.
0: Okay, so you're almost done. So it's like thirteen episodes. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot eventually, but... Um...
1: Yeah, bas- well, basically, I wrote, I wrote in my notes a little spoiler-free premise, so. okay. but basically, following the events of Defenders, Danny Rand vows to fulfill his promise to Matt Murdock to protect New York. He, comes, he crosses paths with, with a vengeful Davos. He's fighting the Triad gangs in Chinatown, mm-hmm. and uh, Mary Walker, a.k.a. Typhoid Mary, Ooh. is in the mix. Okay. How right. she fits in, you got you got to watch it and find out.
0: All right, I'm I'm actually I'm actually intrigued, and like I said, I will give it a second chance. And if if it if it fails, I'm I'm done. I'm cu- you you cut off. You cut off.
1: Uh, I can't do that. I'm watching everything.
0: Yeah, I know you you you're you're a completionist when it comes to Marvel. So you know he, you,
1: he, when it comes to like whenever something I start, I wanna like. I want to start from the beginning, and then like, I if I'm that invested in it, mm-hmm. I gotta see beginning, middle, and end.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anything else you've been up to, man?
1: Oh, and then um, I've been read You know, my comic. Re- I've been I've been managed uh, to why I had to keep myself distracted. So, um, one of the comics I had picked up was the. Uh, Daredevil Annual, which is written by uh, Erica Schultz and uh, art by Marcio Takara, mm-hmm. and it's based in um, so it's, it's an annual, so it's like a little short story and stuff. Uh, yeah, artwork is actually pretty cool though. Okay, very very animated, and it's Detective Misty Knight has a negative perspective of superheroes, and then she crosses paths with Daredevil, and the two team up against a uh mo- a mobster who is dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Victor Amoyo's favorite not true <laughs> look at your history <laughs> and who gets it he gets a mutant growth hormone formula from hydra mm-hmm. and he's in the mobster is um blackmailing students from esu mm-hmm. uh spider-man's um alma mater mm-hmm. to put the formula together to try to uh heal him but it takes an unexpected twist okay
0: and you got to it. yeah,
1: and then de- Misty Knight and de- and Daredevil have to basically
0: stop him. Okay, all right. So it's worth a read. It was like,
1: Yeah, it's nice little like you got like twenty minutes to kill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why not? All right, all right, that sounds good. Hey, do you guys ever talk about issues that matter more, like the support the current Supreme Court nomination? Well, yeah, we're politic free. <laughs> well, sorry, uh,
0: Ferdinand. Oh, it, oh! He's the one that um, he said that you were an embarrassment to the black community.
1: Yeah, because I swear on the podcast. <laughs> well, well, shit.
0: Well, um, well, uh, Mr. Ferdinand, um, I will say one very quick thing about the uh, current Supreme Court nomination. Um, I do hope that Brett Kavanaugh does not get the nomination, and if he does, what the do- fuck did he do? Uh, he's been accused of uh, uh sexual assault. He's had so far he has this motherfucker. So far he has three three women who've uh, come out uh My goodness,
1: him. motherfucker.
0: And uh, Mitch McConnell is trying hard to push him through, uh trying to rush him into, you know, being confirmed. So yeah, that's uh that's that. So quite frankly, I hope that he does not get through. I would not be surprised if he does. If if Kavanaugh gets the Supreme Court nomination, then that will spell uh have very dire consequences for generations to come, and that's all I gotta say. Shit, that's right. I'm literally only swearing because he
1: hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: swear. Oh man. Okay, so uh, so yes, uh, that's that. And we got. Let's get into some uh, some of the geek headlines There's this week. There's a
1: movie. Oh, does, no, it does No, it comes out the same time as um, as Venom next week.
0: Uh, which one?
1: The Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oh, one?
0: A, S- a Star Is Born. Yeah. Oh, I am so gonna see that.
1: Okay, uh, that's one that I. <laughs> Kyle kind <of> said, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's a movie I'm very interested in hearing your t- your take on. I didn't know Dave Chappelle was in it.
0: Yeah, like he was like in a brief uh, a scene in the trailer. Yeah, like. Yeah, like it's gotten some really strong buzz though. Um, a Star Is Born. And I'm really looking forward to it. Plus, it's like uh, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. I
1: thought he did the, um, Silver Linings Playbook.
0: No, um, he started it, but uh, David O. Russell directed. Oh, it. okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'm hearing like awesome things about A Star Is Born, so I will see that when it comes out next weekend. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of uh, movies, got a couple of tr- one trailer and a teaser that I dropped. Then. Uh, uh, past couple of weeks. All right. First one is the Captain Marvel trailer. And man, this one stars Brie Larson as the Captain Marvel. And man, I got to tell you, man, yo, this trailer was absolutely adequate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, honestly, it's not it's it was funny. I'm still going to see
0: it. Oh yeah. Yeah, with mm-hmm. no question.
1: And I'm pretty sure it's going to be better than
0: the entire DCEU. Oh yeah, yeah. What isn't though? You know, that's that's the real thing. Question.
1: You know, I really started thinking about an answer, but there really isn't. <laughs>
0: there really isn't. So, um, so yeah. You know, it
1: was one complaint, the dumbest complaint I've ever heard about that trail. Oh, what's that? She's not smiling much. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, she's pretty.
0: She's a pretty serious character. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she's focused, man. She's trying to do her superhero. Uh, Shout outs to Blurred
1: Itch for tuning in, by the way. Mm-hmm. One of our many Facebook groups that that, that allow us to post our episodes in.
0: Nice. That's what's up. Thank you, guys. Yeah, but, you know, I am looking forward to Captain Marvel. I mean, I chuckled at the scene where she punched the old lady in the bus. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eddie said the trailer alone was better than the DCEU. Oh, yeah. And that's
1: just saying a lot. Jesus, <laughs> my goodness.
0: Yeah. And I know, apparently, I know John has told me that he has, he's planning planning to send a nasty worded email in response to the trailer for Captain Marvel. So that's why I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm, I'm on the lookout to see, looking for his, uh, for his email. Like, uh, check it out, check out the Codex, uh, email, CodexBrandPodcast at com, nice. But, um, but also, um, uh, what, what was, what also stood out to me about this Captain Marvel trailer was, uh, that de aged makeup of Samuel L. Jackson, who doesn't
1: look much different than he does. Yeah, no. I, I, honestly, that was Triple X.
0: That was a Triple X? Yeah. Oh, he does look like the Triple X Sam, Sam Jackson. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey. And plus, Black Don't Crack, so, I mean. You, you, you ain't lying. Yeah, so you don't even need much CG, if any. But, uh, but you know what? But, you know, I, I, I will say one more thing that I am curious about. Since Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s, I am curious to see how they're going to um, arrange the soundtrack.
1: Depending on the year, the exact year that it takes place. I swear to God, I better hear Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. Little will I freaking, that's one of my favorites.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, throwing a little Marky Mark, good vibration. No. Go, see, see, see. <laughs> it, it was,
1: he, he was gonna, I knew he was going to do that.
0: Yo, I love that song, man. Yeah. You feel it, baby? I do, too. Bump, 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 You know bump, the words, don't bump, you? Bump, I do. I do know the words. Go ahead. I, <laughs> it's in you. Go ahead. Nah, I, I ain't going to rap the whole verse, man. We, we ain't got the time. But uh, but yeah, I play it on Spotify every now and then when I want to get hype on my, on my morning commute or on my commute to, to URI. I've
1: been playing <laughs> wrestling music a lot.
0: <laughs> I do, too. I, I play it occasionally. Like, Oh, speaking of music, um, I've been playing the entirety of Eminem's catalog, like from his first album to Kamikaze. Really? Cause like, Because like, I, want, I want to... Put make another Facebook post like ranking, ranking his albums, and man, you know what I gotta say? Revival was not a bad album. It was actually kind of good. Like I don't know why it got so much heat.
1: Cause it's it wasn't Slim Shady. So, that's the thing. Like the I Eminem, mean, everybody wants that. Always wanted they wanted Slim Shady. Like talking about I'm a cute killing his mom. Girlfriend and all that. My dad's gone crazy. They want that.
0: Yeah, well, they got out. They got plenty of the other albums for that. They got um, Relapse, which Relapse is kind of eh, you know, but um, but Recovery Re- Recovery was not bad. Like Untouchable, that's a banger. Do you have uh, Infinite? Infinite. That's the only one I don't have. Spotify doesn't have Infinite apparently. Yeah. I should
1: th- check. Let me see if Title has it.
0: Okay, Title might have it, but I know for a fact Spotify doesn't have uh, Infinite but i did listen to all of his albums and revival was not bad so like yeah i mean although i will say that like you know his i kind of appreciated i i appreciated him trying to do something different like with his flow but it kind of sounded a little maybe a little janky like it's, it's a mixed bag but i thought it was fine but uh but yeah uh, captain marvel trailer uh dropped and we also had uh some uh test footage uh a, t- a little teaser, little teaser for Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, uh, which is directed by Todd Phillips, the director of Hangover, and produced by Martin Scorsese. Uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker comes out next year, November, and um, there was like a r- very brief uh, shot of, uh, of, of uh, Joaquin Phoenix in the clown makeup. Yeah, which I thought, you know what? I want to see more. Okay. For one, I
1: did like. I like the song of choice that he used, mm-hmm. which was um it's a song called "Laughing" by the Guess Who. Yeah. But um, I don't like the makeup. No, it was just a little too weird, and then it's like,
0: what, what Joker story are we getting? Oh, we're getting his origin. Well. An origin story, not the definitive origin There's
1: story. no definitive origin story.
0: Right. So let's, like,
1: clear that up. But then it's yeah. like, okay, if it is the definitive story, if if it's a origin story, don't you think that he's already, like, old?
0: Oh, uh, You think
1: he, they would have started out a younger?
0: Not necessarily. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix still looks youngish, so they could probably, you know.
1: Yeah, but I think he's a little too old for our origin story. I think it can be a... Like th- A story. Like I always picked I always kinda pictured like Batman and the Joker like around the same age.
0: hmm Well, I mean I, I, I think I mean I, I think I think the age is, isn't is not an issue. Um I, I mean, I, I will say as far as the makeup goes, it kinda reminds me of one of the other like uh uh members of Joker's gang in the beginning of Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. yeah. I know that was
1: one that was one of the comparisons that it that uh one of those sites I came across it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and I appreciate the the simplicity of it. So it's not like oh, you're getting like full on Joker. Like it's like you're getting like the prototype Joker. Maybe he's gonna work up to like the, the green, the green hair and the white. Well, he face. does have the
1: green hair. And there was actually some more footage of of like him in action, where it just showed the scene I saw was just people running out of a subway, and he's just walking out like. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm I'm curious. A- I'm definitely gonna see it. I am I am too. And I, I will say that like it's gotta be better than Jared Leto's version.
1: You know. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I'm already hearing people saying that it is.
0: Oh yeah, I mean and besides like I mean Joaquin Phoenix, like he doesn't turn he doesn't put in bad performances at all.
1: Yeah, he's he's freaking
0: insane himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Remember he's
0: that done. remember that one time he tried to start a rap career? <laughs> he grew a bush he grew a mountain man beard, wore sunglasses and everything. That turned out to be a hoax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty method in his own way. But uh but I am looking forward to that uh that Else Worlds alternate version of Joker coming out next mm-hmm. year. So uh so yeah, we'll see we'll see how uh how that's mm-hmm. gonna play out.
1: Yeah, Eddie says the way the Gotham TV show has portrayed the Joker and the way the origin story has played out on the show is the best. Mm-hmm. I do like I think his name is just Jerome. Oh, okay. and, and Gotham and, but I actually do. I I prefer that
0: one. Oh, I haven't seen a uh, Gotham, so I can't really.
1: I never watched the show either, but like I've seen, you know, I've seen clips in TV shows and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's he's kind of nailing the kid is kind of nailing it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I've seen I've some limited limited clips myself. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> okay. Excuse me. But yeah, but yeah, time will tell. Um, but I will say that you know. Um, even even though even though we haven't seen any extensive footage, Jared Leto does have a lot to live up to. That's for sure. Because yeah. Suicide Squad was not cutting it. Oh man! But we have some other uh, some other headlines here. Uh, uh, some unfortunate game news. Um, I I for one am upset about this. Yep, and um, yep. So I'll, I'll I'll kick it off here. Uh, Telltale Games has officially shut down. Uh, the they are the developers of The Walking Dead, The you Wolf it was of- good. Yep, The Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones. Very good. Batman. Very good. Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of fun. And some other story-driven games. Uh they have unfortunately closed their doors last Friday, laying off approximately 250 employees who were let go without any severance pay. And following the layoff of the majority of the people who worked at the studio without any severance Uh, One ex-employee is pursuing a class action lawsuit against Telltale for allegedly violating the California and Federal Warn Acts, which require employers of a certain size to give workers 60 days notice prior to mass layoffs in most cases. So in this case, uh, Telltale, um, they laid off these workers without warning and, you know, actually gave them on the day of the layoffs last Friday, they actually gave them like 30 minutes to like clear out their desk and, and get out. So, yeah, that's harsh, and, uh, all, and of course, the final season of Telltale's Walking Dead game was released just last month. So, yeah. that's highly unfortunate. I,
1: if anything, they, why didn't they just at least put the company up for sale?
0: I think they I, maybe they will eventually, or oh god, god forbid, EA Games might come in and like buy the buy the name rights. Please don't. And they'll resurrect them, and then they'll close close shop again, like they do. But yeah, that's but yeah, that that's a really, extremely that's the rawest of deals, you know, to just to like be just to lose your livelihood. And and I know that the game de, games development industry is completely harsh in that regard.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, there's, like that,
1: that, that is highly unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I think that I believe there's like, like a lack of uh, employer union protections for game developers. Like they work, you know obscene like overtime hours unpaid just to get games to deadline and yeah it's like this like Telltale's closing is just indicative of the many problems in the in the industry that need to be fixed but but just haven't after all these years. So yeah, hopefully these hopefully these employ these employees will um will uh, get back on their feet soon because, you know, it's it is rough. That is a raw, raw deal. So yeah, and and, and plus like, uh, plus, I also heard that um, I think that the final season of The Walking Dead was initially taking off of uh, the PlayStation 4 market and uh, Xbox, Microsoft Store. Really? Like for a while, but then it's back up. Now it's back up because you can still buy it. But for some reason, I guess I, like, I don't know what happened there, but but yeah, yeah that stinks.
1: Uh, man, that means that because last I checked, they were actually working on uh, a season two of a, of um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I was actually looking forward to that. I was looking forward to that one, and they just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that stinks. It does.
0: Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, some other, yeah, some other news here. Um, uh, another Joker and Harley Quinn movie starring Jared Leto and Margot Robbie um, is uh, underway. And this film, this Joker-Harley Quinn movie, is going to be written by Bad Santa screenwriters Glenn Ficarra and John Requa who are also executive producers on This Is Us. And um, they reportedly have said that they're going to bring uh, some sensibilities from This Is Us and combine it with some sensibilities of Bad Santa and apply it to Joker and Harley Quinn.
1: So we're going to laugh and cry and be
0: disgusted? Pretty much. I think that's the expectation. Speaking
1: of this, This Is Us came out. uh, The new season came on last night. Judge me all you want. I love This Is Us.
0: Do you cry? No. Do you get misty-eyed? No. Okay.
1: I enjoy the show. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) you know, that that was a good scene. But I don't cry.
0: Mm. Well, I don't know, man. You and Monet really should start watching that. I don't know. Like, it, it just doesn't seem like my cup of tea. You cried in Finding Dory. Trust me, you would love this shit. No, he, see, here's the thing. Um, I, I mean, I know people have numerous people have said have, have said this is this is a is a tearjerker. You're gonna cry every episode. To me, that sounds really manipulative. Like, like when it comes when it comes to wrenching, wrenching emotions, you gotta earn it. You gotta freaking earn it, man. If they, they do. I don't know. They they
1: they do, and the acting is amazing. I'm sure it is. First of all. Um,
0: is it Sterling K. Brown?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. amazing actor. Like the story, it's just one of them stories where he's just like, you know, just when you think your family's fucked up, you guys, you, that show kind of makes your, It kind of reminds you. It's just a mm. okay. Okay, but I really, no, I really highly recommend that you and Monet watch that. Sorry to name drop. Okay, no, sorry to name drop or like that, but uh, <laughs>
0: that's all
1: right. Yeah, I, re- I really think Lies Cries every episode. i do not i do not i just can't it's hard for me to cry and shout out to my
0: onoreen tuning in Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah she's
1: hilarious
0: (laughs) okay but yeah um but yeah joker harley quinn if it has the sensibilities of that this is us and bad santa i'll be mildly curious but um but dc but the DCEU is working from the bottom so it's a it's a job movie (laughs)
1: it's a job movie yeah just
0: say it say what it is yeah it's a job movie was you just watch it so you can cover it for the podcast yeah yes (laughs) yes but it gets me out the house too so yeah so there's that And
1: i love love this podcast and hustling for it
0: oh yeah then the other some other uh, dc uh film news the birds of prey movie is scheduled for february 7th 2020 and Margot Robbie will once again play Harley Quinn, and, as for the role of Black Canary, Journey Smollett-Bell will be playing the character. And Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead of 10 Culverfield Lane, she'll be playing Huntress. So you got the full cast of uh, Birds of Prey, and Kathy Yan will be directing.
1: Well, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: it's, I, I love this podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sounds like a job podcast,
0: a job movie. I mean, I will say that I just hope that it's that this movie, the Birds of Prey movie, is better than the TV show, which came out back around like 2002, two, three ish There was a TV show? Oh, yeah, there was. It, it came on, um, oh, gosh. It came on, Well, at the time, it was called WB.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, wb
0: We like chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh Maybe man, that was coming. But uh, but yeah, because cause I remember the TV show was not very good. So hope, but but the Birds of Prey film does have a better cast. So how bad was
1: it? Was it on the level of season one of Iron Fist, hmm. Inhumans,
0: or just flat out homeboys and out of space? Well, certainly not homeboys <laughs> and out of space. Because uh, <laughs> um, I probably would have finished it for all the wrong reasons, but. <laughs> I would say it's, uh, it's a step below Iron Fist and a step above Inhumans. That's the best I can say about okay. Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the, the, the TV show. Um, uh, there's a couple other headlines here. Um, Before we do that, yeah,
1: we got to do something that we forgot to do in the beginning.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Pay this quick bill, so shout-outs to... Our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Yes. You want high quality and very fashionable headphones mm-hmm. that are also affordable? Yep. Go to studio.com and you can use our promo code CODEX to get 15%
0: off of your purchase. Yes. And free <laughs> shipping in the USA.
1: <laughs> uh, you know I got to leave that for you. Oh, absolutely,
0: absolutely man. You got you to drop that in there. <laughs> yeah we got some other uh, other news here um, someone some sad news um, uh, the legendary uh, producer film producer behind American graffiti Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back and the Dark Crystal you may know him as Gary Kurtz uh, he unfortunately passed away this past Sunday at the age of seventy eight um, in a statement from his family uh, Gary Kurtz was suffering from cancer uh, if you're if you're a longtime Star Wars fan and you do know who Gary Kurtz is who Produced the first two Star Wars films, and uh, he was very mm. instrumental in in uh, the quality of those films. So, yeah, rest in peace to a legendary uh, Hollywood producer, man. Yeah. And um, some other uh, another passing here of a character actor, Al Matthews, best known for playing Sergeant Apone in James Cameron's classic Aliens. Uh, he died Saturday at the age of seventy five. Mm. And uh, interesting, interesting thing about Al Matthews was that uh, during the Vietnam War. Uh, Matthew spent six years in the United States Marine Corps, earning 13 combat awards, including two Purple Hearts. Uh, he also became the first black Marine in the first Marine division in Vietnam to be prom- promoted to the rank of sergeant. So in his, his role as Sergeant Apone in Aliens is kind of a little bit of our imitating life. So, yeah, man. And, and it's, it's so funny because I actually watched Aliens just a month ago. I, I, re- I revisited that that movie. So, yeah, rest in peace to a really cool uh, character actor, man, and apparently a history maker in his own right.
1: Damn, that's sucks. Also, somebody else died, too. I'm going to... You can go ahead. Oh, my God, I sound awful.
0: You can go... Oh, yeah. Um, I got the next headline here. Um, For all you James Bond fans out there, uh, Carrie Fukunaga is directing Bond 25. Uh, Fukunaga is replacing Danny Boyle, who left the project last August, and screenwriters Neil Purvis and Robert Wade will also be returning to write the screenplay. Uh, Carrie Fukunaga's directorial credits include Beasts of No Nation on Netflix, starring Idris Elba, Uh, the first season of True Detective, which is awesome, you gotta watch that, brilliant television, and Sin Nombre from 2009. Uh, filming for the twenty fifth 007 film begins March two thousand nineteen with a release date set for February fourteenth, two thousand twenty. And this will be Daniel Craig's fifth and final time playing James Bond.
1: Okay. And um that headline I was gonna look for, I was that was misread.
0: Somebody just it I, I, it was fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Fake news. And, well, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, things that I wish was fake news, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, let's file this under the Nobody Needs This filing cabinet. Space Jam Part 2 is officially underway. Uh, LeBron James, who will be starring in this completely unnecessary sequel, has recruited Black Panther director Ryan Coogler to produce the movie while Terrence Nance, the creator of HBO's Random Acts of Flyness, will serve as the director. A production is scheduled to begin in 2019 during the NBA off season.
1: Here's my thoughts on this. Yeah. We had Space Jam as kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want you to read Kyle's... Uh, when, I'm fi- when I'm finished, I want you to read Kyle's... Uh,
0: comment? Th- okay. Comment.
1: I want to hear your initial thoughts of that, right? So we had Space Jam as kids, yeah. You know, with Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, as kids, we enjoyed it. I, um, I still like Space Jam. I like going back to you know that time in life, and you know when I was worry free and not had to worry about bills and shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still get it. I still get enjoyment out of it, mm-hmm. but. Let the kids, let this new generation of kids have their Space Jam. Let them, LeBron is their Jordan. Just let them have it.
0: But why? Just let them have it. Who
1: freaking cares? Listen, we did the Harlem Shake, we did the Harlem Shake in high school. We used to see and stuff. I mean, well, I did. I was the dancer. <laughs> and now they got, yeah, okay, yeah, their quality of dancers are, are awful, but it's probably just my old age talking. Mm-hmm. let them do that dumbass dance that... that Let them have their Fortnite dances.
0: <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That, a lot of them... Can't,
1: well, a lot of them were from Fortnite.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, uh, These kids are doing it. It was one called The Floss where it just gets up and my goddaughter can kill that dance. She murdered that dance. <laughs> then there's that other one. The, high, the one that the kids were doing on Raw the, this past Monday. Oh, the... Yeah, I think it's called The Hype or something. Oh, okay. Let them have their dances. Let them have their stuff.
0: Mm. Okay, so um, safe to say that you're looking forward to Space Jam 2. Will you watch it?
1: Uh, I don't even know. Probably not.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say that um, if you are of a certain age, um, if you are a part of our generation, then Space Jam was probably one of those movies that you remember fondly as a child. Um. And you probably say, you know what? That was a childhood classic. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're freaking wrong.
1: No, you're not. It's a, it, it was a childhood classic. No, it childhood. wasn't. Childhood.
0: No, it wasn't. Childhood. I mean, that movie, I, I, I've said my piece about Space Jam plenty of times on this on this podcast. The awesome. film does not hold up. It was awesome. It was, it, it was terrible. It wasn't. It absolutely it was. was. Like a
1: freaking 12-year-old kid. Just the
0: the movie was just a ninety minute long commercial to shill Nike and Looney Tunes products. That's all it was.
1: Hey, and, I got I, my I got my I got my Toon Squad jersey. Sheep. It just it was a part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah, I, well, <sighs> I I'm sorry. I enjoyed my childhood.
0: Did you? Of course I did.
1: I mean, you know what? Speaking of childhood, you copping a PlayStation Classic? I will. Okay.
0: Uh, it comes out uh, December. December, yeah.
1: But you can actually pre-order it. See that Nintendo? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with pre-ordering. You still probably end up selling more. Yeah, cheap motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Go through all that shit. You just me. Read Kyle's comment, cause you just brought me into a dark space.
0: <laughs> uh, Kyle says that the Bond series and Star Wars are the two most overrated movie series in history. I said it uh you are wrong on both counts uh kyle i mean i will say that the star wars movies as far as the spin-off movies go and the prequels yeah you can take them or leave them but uh to call them overrated no i will say though the star wars the star wars fan base on the other hand yeah totally overrated very toxic i i i, I disown them i don't claim them so you can go to town on them and as far as the bond movies go i would say that out of 24 films um jesus I'm,
1: christ it was that many
0: yeah, since, from 1962 to, to now. So I would say like 12 of them are worth watching. Um,
1: GoldenEye was definitely one.
0: Oh, yeah, GoldenEye was one of them. That's Casino one of my Royale. favorites. Yeah, Casino Royale, Skyfall, uh, Goldfinger, From Russia With Love, Dr. No, Thunderball.
1: Diamonds S- Are Forever?
0: Oh, yeah, that was Sean Connery. Eh, it was all right. The, 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 the theme music was great, though. Oh, of course. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me. Um I heard the Timothy Dalton ones like retrospect, they weren't that bad but I I I got to revisit them. Oh and of course I'm on Her Majesty's Secret Service. That was So great.
1: would you say like I was is it worth
0: collecting? Um If you can get like the box set for like a really good price, I don't see why not. But um but for me like I I I just got I just bought like the the ones that I thought that were were the best ones or my favorite ones in the series. So I didn't I didn't bother bother with the box set. Uh, but yeah, I am looking forward to Bond twenty five with uh, Carrie Fukunaga at the helm because he's a really, he's a fantastic director and like and like I said, if you haven't seen any of his films, like check out Beasts of No Nation on Netflix, and the first season of True Detective on HBO with uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. That was like brilliant television.
1: I I can never finish that, and right. I want to. Like I was really, like I was enjoying it, mm-hmm. and then like. Something will come out on Netflix or whatever, and then I'll like put it to the side yeah and then i just never get back into it.
0: yeah, like, and I was in de- I
1: was enjoying it
0: yeah it's it's worth finishing, like you probably have to start from the beginning again. Oh okay, I don't mind it, but yeah it's it's worth it, like that is like one of the most brilliant pieces of television. Yeah,
1: yeah seen. I'll even check out season two just uh, I know it's it was- not up to par with season one. Two, two is worth checking out. It's all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, but season three looks good. Oh yeah, with Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. I'm, yeah. mm, that, that I'm definitely checking that out. So uh, yeah, Space Jam two. Um, yeah, let the kids have it. Who cares? I hope at least the soundtrack might be good. Well, it's gonna be full of like mumble rappers and stuff. But so Possibly, you know, yeah. yeah. Space <laughs> Jam. Damn mumble flow. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. We are not alike. There's none alike like us on the mic. Okay. Um, speaking of Netflix here, uh, Making a Murderer 2 is airing on Netflix October 19th with 10 new episodes. Uh, and apparently Stephen Avery and Brendan da- Dassey, yeah. um, they're still working to overturn their 2005 murder conviction.
1: Yeah, let me tell you something about Netflix right now. First of all, I'm amped as shit about that I still haven't seen the first season. Oh man. my god, you will learn you will earn your law degree.
0: <laughs> I bet. Like I, I heard nothing but I heard like universal praise for the first season. It
1: was very, very good. I mean I remember um Maurice and I actually had a nice nice little debate on that. I was talking to um the truth Odina. She was mm-hmm. like when I posted it, she was like, Oh my god, I can't wait. I just and you know, I brought it back to that episode. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't wait! But guess what else? They released a trailer for it today. Guess what else comes out October nineteenth? I'm gonna be. Just, I'm just not going anywhere that weekend.
0: Yeah, just just gonna shut in. Yeah, just gonna watch binge watch the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. That's... No, no. Between this and another show. Oh, what's the other show?
1: And you didn't see this is when you need to pay attention to the Codex Prime <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, I got. Daredevil cool. season three is coming out that same day. Really? Yes. Oh
0: shit, I thought it was. Trailer released today. Oh shit, I thought it was coming out next year for some reason. Oh, I, I got, damn, damn, man. All this good television and shit. Uh. This sumptuous
1: content <laughs> that Netflix has to offer. <laughs> are,
0: are you referencing my uh, Netflix and Show yes. post from like yes.
1: 2015? Yes, because I had a similar conversation <laughs>
0: oh my about God. that
1: the other day. What's going on, Jenny?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Eddie Ortiz. Apparently, he has some. He disagrees with you on making a murderer. Do we? He says that uh, making a murderer sleep emoji uh, watched one episode and felt like I was watching law and nah, order. No, you gotta
1: keep going with that because you'll be like, yo, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I heard that. Like, uh, like injustice is real. Yeah. Mm. Well, I will give it. I will give it. Give it uh, a shot. That, yeah. Do it. Yeah, I, I will. Do
1: it. Don't uh, think about it.
0: Do it all right, man. I got, I got so many other shows to catch up on, but you know I, I, I will make time for it
1: you know what that 's going to be the, episode, the title of this episode don 't think about it do it don 't think about it. buy it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, some other news here for all you fortnite addicts, I mean players out there. Sony has officially enabled Fortnite crossplay between the ps four Xbox, and Nintendo Switch users. Uh, Sony or- originally block- blocked crossplay on its platform, but has now reversed <laughs> its stance. So much to the delight of all Fortnite players everywhere. So get it in. So
1: shout-outs to Kyle for this one. So he posts, up, he posts up the news. I think he shared it from my page. Good luck. Mm-hmm. If he didn't, I'm just going to say he did anyway. Yeah. So um, he says, listen, if Xbox and PlayStation can do it, why can't we? That's true. So the only way that I can respond to that was just going,
0: Message! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, have you played Fortnite by any chance?
1: I downloaded it, and I was just, I looked at it with my thumb on the X button, and I just said, nah. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that the, the kids are into it like majorly, like Minecraft.
1: Let me tell you something. Shout out to my homegirl, Cat. yeah she she has kids Mm -hmm. they play in her living room they have two different xboxes and two different sizes wow and they play that game they talk to each other really on their headsets (laughs) when they're in the same room wow that's I think it's hilarious when she tells me that she's like I I, I just don't get it, Carl. Like it's just a gamer thing. Oh yeah. But uh, the, apparently that game is just that damn serious.
0: I, I hear, man. It's it's like that, it's like that cooked crack, that raw and uncut.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know how much a physical copy of Fortnite costs. How much? It was so it was so funny. I was in GameStop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was like so this. This guy, obviously, he knows jack shit about video games. Right. He was like, oh, so you guys have Fortnite? So he goes, yeah, for $536. What the fuck? What? For a physical copy of Fortnite is $536. So obviously, this guy who didn't know jack shit about video games did not know that the game is a free download. (laughs)
0: <laughs> man so so he didn't know it was a free so, like, so the person was just joking with him that it was like $537 right no
1: it's actually true he did he told me that he looked it up wow that, that... and $536 for the physical copy and that was the cheapest one for a physical copy of Fortnite
0: that that is just that's that's off the page, man. Like for a free game, like man, like because I guess because like, they know like any physical copy would be like a collector's item, so they just want to like inflate the value like as much as they possibly can. Would you do the same thing? <sighs> I probably would. All right then. Yeah, you know I, I can't hate on that though. <laughs> He really but can't. still, like if, if, if you got that kind of money to burn and if you're that kind of collector, hey, you knock yourself out, man. Read Kyle's
1: <laughs> latest comment.
0: Uh, Kyle, said, so that's like speeding in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you, Kyle. <laughs> Flipping the bird. That is like speeding in New York.
1: That's how much you pay.
0: Yeah, man. A little less. A little less, but still, man. Yo, you know, I got to say, man, like... Like I like I said, New York State, y'all ain't slick, man. That's it's a racket just to like pe- penalize penalize drivers, My man. Made those discs pretty much. So I'm saying, baby, <laughs> man. never
1: lost. Mm.
0: But uh, oh, speaking of never lost, have have the Patriots? Uh, have they been winning any games? Have they been losing?
1: We have the same, we have the same record as the Patriots. We're both we're both one and two.
0: One and two. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. Uh, as long as the Patriots don't win consistently, then I'm fine with that.
1: They signed God Josh Gordon, so Brady might get his Randy Moss back. So mm.
0: okay, that's
1: it, cool. no, it could be like smooth sailing for them. Okay, for the rest of the season. No, as in like they're gonna
0: win. Oh, a lot. oh, that that's 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 yeah. too bad. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, as as long as Patriots fans you know stay miserable this season, then that just makes me feel better. But let's um uh, let's wrap up with a uh, two uh, more headlines here. Uh, Hellboy, the reboot, has been pushed back to April 2019. Uh, It was originally scheduled for January 11th, but will now be released on April 12th. Uh, Neil Marshall, who directed this horror film called The Descent back in 05, is directing this Hellboy reboot with David Harbour starring as Hellboy. I'm so curious about that. Oh, yeah. Along with Mila Jovovich as the main villain, Ian McShane as Professor Bloom. Oh, very interesting and Daniel Day King, Kim as Major Ben Daimio. A Hellboy creator Mike Mignola has written the screenplay and the film will be rated R. I'm looking forward to this, man. Like if they if they need a little more seasoning on the chicken, I'm for it. Take your time, you know, don't rush it out. Yep. Yeah. No need for raisins. Oh yeah, no raisins in the potato salad, Karen. <laughs> and uh, last last headline here which I'm sure you are thrilled about. Uh, oh, before I get into that, Kyle Chapman says, "How about them cowboys, Carl?"
1: Is his Panthers beat us Week One? We won. We won against the Giants right after that, and then we lost against um, who the fuck beat us? <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Oh, Dan- Daniel Bryan's team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of losers, d- did I hear this correctly that the Browns actually won? Won. Or- Really, that that's amazing. The Browns
1: have a better record than damn both of us
0: than the Cowboys and the Patriots. Oh well, but the Patriots uh, sure. That, that I mean, I'm, I'm that's 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 absolutely delightful. But Cowboys not very surprising. But you kiss my ass. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but hey, you know what? Good for them. You know what? I mean, how how long has it been since they won the game? Six
1: hundred and thirty-five days. God damn, that's like what? That's what three two seasons. Man. Miss? yeah two seasons wow
0: that's well hey, at least that's like the reverse Undertaker streak at Wrestlemania but speaking of the Undertaker uh, Undertaker is getting his own graphic novel by yep, by Boom Studios who uh, currently published a WWE comic
1: and um Sons of Anarchy one as well yep yep. yeah like a lot of their products are like based on like other intellectual properties I, yeah they also they also do John Wick I, John Wick I believe
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So Boom Studios, they're working on a graphic novel of The Phenom, which will be written by Chad Dundas and illustrated by Rodrigo Lorenzo. And it'll be available on Halloween, October 31st, in local comic shops everywhere.
1: Coppin' it. You don't even need to ask, are you going to get it? Eh. Don't even think
0: about it. (laughs) Buy it. Don't think about it, buy it? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I am intrigued about the storyline of this graphic novel. See, it's about Undertaker, right? And he has to do battle with this. E-
1: you really need to get slapped.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I had to drop it in there. I had to drop it in there somehow. But you know, you, you know how it is. You know how it is. But uh, but yeah, man. Wonder if Roman will spearhead the villains.
1: <laughs> Roman has one already. Roman has a comic already. Oh, he
0: does. Yeah. I, I know he's. Obviously, part of the WWE comic.
1: No, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he doesn't have his own. Okay, he ain't special enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what would the? I mean, if James Ellsworth
1: can let Wrestling Fantasy Warfare know that he's not the guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and I and I still
1: Spider-Man download eighty percent. I told you, don't think about it. Buy buy it. it.
0: (laughs) That's the title think about it. Just do it. It's the title of the episode, man. And welcome Tyrone. He just joined us on the show. And uh and Kyle reported our uh uh episode as spam apparently for all the uh I guess all the uh what? The uh anti No,
1: nah, he was talking about the um No, he's talking about Eddie. They're talking oh. junk
0: amongst each other. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that does that wraps it up for our news and headlines here. So um, as always, you can uh, email the show at codexprimepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail dot com. And uh, do we have a question of the week? I know it's been three weeks since, but uh,
1: has it really been three weeks?
0: Yeah, it has been actually. Yeah, because I did because like, like I said, I did a uh, Victor's Corner two weeks ago.
1: And it was last week.
0: Yeah, last week was a buy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sorry, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, that's all right, man. It's I'm all right. so
1: sorry, like. All right, well, last week, well, um, the last time we had a question of the week, uh, it was who was your favorite comic book artist? Mm-hmm. So I remember mine was, I've saying mine was Todd McFarlane. I think you said Jim Lee and yeah. someone else, I believe.
0: Jim Lee and Alex Ross.
1: Alex Ross. Yep. Kyle, I remember Kyle was saying Alex Ross too, now that you brought it up. Yep. So, um, Random Ramblers with Rob says nobody has ever heard of Mora Des.
0: What? I haven't
1: heard Mora Des. I haven't heard of. And then um, Alex Reed's comment says Marcus Anthony Toe. Okay. So <clears throat> told you I've been. So this week's. Hey, what's going on, TJ? This week's question of the week since we had a couple of movie trailers that come out you know the bumblebee trailer also dropped too yeah yeah i know you're hating (laughs) what is your favorite movie trailer
0: Mm. favorite movie trailer uh man okay I can't. I can't really say that I have a favorite movie trailer to be honest. Like I try to avoid them if I can. Really? Yeah, because I, I find that a lot of trailers do like spoil a good chunk of a film. Um. Like, I, like I'll watch a. Tra- I'll watch a trailer once, and then like if it comes on in the theater again, then I just like close my eyes, and just like let it play out. Um. If I had to go with a favorite trailer, though, I remember really liking, the trailer for. 300 all the way back in 2007. Really? Yeah. yeah you went back on that one. Yeah, because it had that Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was dope.
1: Mine's, I actually have to go with two of them, and that's just, and these are more recent. Mm-hmm. The Avengers Infinity War trailer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And, and not to mention, it was spoofed, like, many times, especially, like, with WWE footage. hmm And the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer coming up.
0: Oh, yeah. I
1: freaking love that year. Sometimes I will just like listen to it because I love the way of, like how they just mix the songs all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of them actually, they did the same thing for both.
0: Oh word, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: Creed two dropped today.
0: Oh, I have I, I, seen. I didn't see the trailer, but I saw the news that it dropped.
1: Uh, so I like, wait till you see the guy they chose for Drago's son.
0: See, I, I watched the first trailer of Creed two. That's all I need to see. I don't need to see anymore. I must, I must wait going.
1: You, no, wait till you see the guy. You'd be like, "Holy shit!" It still draws you in. Like, how's he gonna beat him? Mm. If he does beat him, yeah. Remember, Creed lost the first. Yep,
0: yeah. yeah, he did
1: in the first movie.
0: Yeah, so you know, I'm, I'm you know, I, hey, hey, if, if Creed two is is every is any bit as good as the first film, Then we're in for a special treat, man.
1: That means you're gonna cry again.
0: Yo, man, I'm telling you that Steven, that um, Sylvester Stallone scene, man, in the locker room in the first movie, first Creed movie, whew, hit me in the feels, dude. He should have won. The, he should have won the Oscar. He really should have won the Oscar. But I'm not mad at. Mike. Wasn't
1: it nominated?
0: He was nominated for, for best supporting actor, but uh, Mark Rylance won for uh, Bridge of Spies. But huh. but yeah, that man, whew,
1: yeah. Okay, so then, so yeah, that's our question of the week. We'll be up within a week or two. And um, I'm just, I'm back now, so the memes are coming, the the reports are coming. I know I try to get a couple here or there, but... Um, now nah, I'm back on I'm back on it now. Word. And uh one more time for our sponsor Studio Headphones. Yes. Like I said if you want some high quality, fashionable and affordable headphones, mm-hmm. you just go to go pick them up at studio.com. Just use the promo code Codex to get 50% off. Also, we got t-shirts. You can get them at wehavemerch.com. You just yep. go there and just search Codex Prime and we got them in any color, any size that you need.
0: Mhm.
1: Um you can find, you know, look us up. Oh, your favorite line. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: and free shipping in the USA.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about we have merch, but still, copper shirt, copper shirt anyway. Yeah. You no, know, send us a picture of your shirt. You know, we'll post you up on it. We'll shout you out.
0: No doubt, man. And uh, we can also, you can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Drop us a five star review on iTunes.
1: Yep, and you can email us at Cortex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, John did not send his email quite yet.
0: Dang. Mm, was... I not hear
1: what the hell he had to say. Oh, He's man. ass.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, he still
1: proved you wrong, and you still, you you. St- in his debate.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. won that debate. Oh, yeah. We actually. We I yeah.
1: mean, I know, I'm over here knocking over cameras and <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no question. We won, but, uh, but, you know, um, hopefully next week he'll have a, an, an extra week to think of uh, something, some substantial. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, we thank you so much for listening and tuning in, watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, the audio uh, version of this episode will, will be posted soon, so be on the lookout for that. And as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds.
1: Later.